Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Today we're actually doing uh, a bit of a rerun on our books anyways. Unfortunately, we had this very show um, recorded for last week. But This is, uh, this is, this is our annual Deja Vu show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, my recording system output a zero meg file. What a mess. Oh, so disappointing. We, we, we must have been at it for 45 minutes of chatter at least. So I guess we spared a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, true. But, but, now, but now I'll record it, so it'll get yes. done right. Yeah. No, we don't want to get off <laughs> scot-free, right? <laughs> now, you know, one of the things we started last, uh, well, one of the things we're going to start this episode on, which is what we started last time, is... What is your take on the death of Google authorship? I've been around, I've been talking about it, but you, you missed a couple. So I think everyone's interested in hearing what you think. So the authorship thing is kind of interesting. I, I think the, the concept is really, really good, and I think Google understands it's really, really good. Uh, you know, identifying source content, identifying who's the originator of a content and how how authoritative that originator is right but i think what they're having a problem with is the entire the entire algorithmic aspect of it um, and requiring people to take action to make that happen right by connecting mm-hmm. your different pieces together to make you know, say i am the author of this content um scott who who sits in on the show every once in a while had a really good um, point the other day um that he thinks google's going to buy clout and, and I don't think it's a bad idea because clout is really doing the same kind of thing. It's identifying who's a, an authority on a specific topic, but it's doing it algorithmically instead of requiring people to go in and actually talk about things. They actually, or not talk about things, but it's set up stuff. They actually do it through algorithms, identifying, you know, here's my Facebook, here's this, here's this, and then, you know, assigning that authorship style credibility, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, you have to wonder though. I mean, uh, no, no offense to cloud. I mean, we're talking about Google here. Wouldn't the algorithms of cloud be like infantile compared to what Google would use for this such things? I um, don't think Google would just leave them alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it's done. We're good. Okay, we'll just use cloud. No, I think they'd buy it for mainly for the the knowledge of the people that are working there, buying for the people, and then take that knowledge take the base that they've already started on and really build it and, and bring it up to their standards. If that was something they do, because again, I, I, you know, it's a great concept. I think they're, they're basically killing it now because I think they're just basically doing a reset. It's not working the way they wanted it to. The idea is still there as we're, you know, as we say, you know, authorship is dead, but author rank is not. And I think it was Barry who's actually started calling it, um, uh, um, was it authority rank instead of author rank. So that concept is still alive and well, and there has to be something driving it at some point. Right, mm. or it's just behind the scenes, but we're, like we'll never see it. Like I think that's one thing. Also, Barry said, or, or, or could it be um, um, Bill Slosky? He was just saying, like, um, yeah, you're right. It was it, Bill. It was yeah, 
Stay by the sea. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that it, it could just be there, but who knows just how much we're going to be able to tell it's there. Um, how much of an impact it makes in an obvious fashion is is really what's up in the air right now. I mean, well, okay, but but what else in Google's algorithm is in the same situation? I mean, everything, right? We yeah. <laughs> that's the way it works. <laughs> we don't know exactly how much impact anything has. We can no, but for, for there are certain things that we, you know. At one point, we could tell, like links. We could tell that had a massive impact. Yeah, at some point, we'll be able to tell this too. We didn't know in the beginning. How, how to judge how effective a link was or how much impact it has. It took us time. Same thing will happen here. If there is, if it is even notable, yeah, then we might just say, well, it doesn't have much. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I think it has a lot of merit. I'm disappointed it took off. I mean, it went away because I thought that, um, you know, Google is bound to have been getting better at determining the true author of content. If anything, there was one other person. Or again, I, I wish we had better memories for who we talked, who, who we read. But um, someone had mentioned that uh, it could very well be that they um, they have figured it out and they decided that this is just something where they're going to keep under the hood and, and implement later in a more in a quieter fashion. And you know, they know now how to determine author better. Um, it's figured, you know? And, and I think one of the things they did, they're, they're learning here that they did not and still haven't learned with the page rank and the, the linkings is the, the, the little green bar on your PR toolbar, you know, the, the 1 through 10 metric that everybody always pointed to when it comes to page yes. rank, you know, is, is ridiculous. And it's been ridiculous for years. And one of the things they did with author rank is they got rid of those visual signals, right? Because they knew, or hopefully they realized from their mistakes with page rank, that those kind of signals are going to do nothing but cause problems in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd like to hope so. Yeah. I mean, they still keep it out there to tease the hell out of people. I'm not even sure why they keep it out there than that. I mean, really, if there's any, a perfect example of them screwing with people, that's it. Yeah, that's that's the inside joke probably in the Googleplex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's got a high pay rank. He might get page rank. He must rank really high. <laughs> yes. Ouch. Um, yeah, I actually went to cloud again for the first time in like a year, two years. I don't know. It's been a long time. Oh, it still has me pegged, though. I, I haven't. I need to go check that out. Um, hey, kind of tied to this, Mark Taylor, um, our community manager, one of the guys over at Google Plus Community, he had an interesting question tied to this. He asked if, you know, since Google authorship is dead, is this the beginning of the end of Google Plus? And I don't think so by any means. Um, I think there were they were in cahoots with each other, but I don't think they were tied to each other that tightly whatsoever. Um, but there hasn't been much positive news on the Google Plus front in a long time uh, since they lost Amit Singhal. Well, well, define positive news. I mean, they recently bought... No, Vic Condrota. No, Vic Condrota. That's what yeah, they lost. They recently bought an, a company called Polar, which is specifically for the talent there and to integrate some yeah. of their stuff into Google+. Polar is like one of those online polling sites. Um, so they're, they haven't given up on it by any means. You know, it might not be as um, high priority or as high profile as it was in the beginning, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're giving up on it. No, and, and that's, that's something that uh, I think in the last discussion, funny how things go in a different order. I, 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 yeah. When we brought up Polar, I, I thought that was at least something that was a positive nature, you know, there, that there is some indication of uh, buy-in still with Google+. But, you know, it, it has been pretty bleak for a while. 
Define bleak. Are you talking about just in a development standpoint? Yeah, these guys are development masters. They're like, they bring out, uh, when they're into something, it's insane how many times they upgrade. Look look how many times they update their their search engine, right? Obviously, it's not going to be that intense, but they were going to put everything into social. I mean, they said pretty much that. Their bonuses were attached to that. So I'm surprised there hasn't been more. On one of the the shareholder phone calls, Larry from Google actually said, we're betting the farm on Google+. That's a quote. Yeah. We're betting the farm. And that's Plus. been a while since he said that. And I'm yeah. just curious how much that has truly stayed at the forefront, at least now. But uh, yeah. it's a good question. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break. Can we come back? Uh, we've got some inf- interesting information about Penguin 3. Uh, again, seem to be talk- we're talking about that a lot. <laughs> we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So Penguin 3, God, there's been <laughs> enough gab about that. There's too many people that are just on the edge of their seats waiting for it to happen. And yet I just had a client, or not a client, but uh, someone we've talked, a listener, sorry, a listener actually, contact me because they just got an unnatural link warning. So Google's still out there working hard, pegging people. Oh, yeah. But no one seems to be able to get out of the sandbox. Well, well, that's interesting because you don't get out of the sandbox in Penguin until there's a refresh. So Mm -hmm. they came out just a few weeks ago and said, all the work you're doing is great, keep doing it, but you're not going to see, you're not going to come out of the Penguin, you're not going to see any um, recovery until they do a refresh. So it's kind of like back in the days of the old Google Dance thing. You know, this is not a rolling update, not a rolling refresh like some of the other algorithms have been in the past. Penguin is, here's an update, and it's going to stay like this until we do another update, right? And it looks like their updates are coming, at this point, it's kind of annually. So all that work you're doing to clean up your, your backlink profiles is great. Keep doing it. But don't get frustrated because you're not seeing any results. Because you're not going to see any results until they refresh Penguin. Which is really interesting to me. <laughs> I'm trying to think of analogies and between ones I just can't share to uh, <laughs> one, that, one that just came to mind and it's very topical for poor BC because we've had lots of flooding in different parts but you know you, you get flooded once then you put up the uh, the retaining wall and you won't know whether or not it's going to hold until the next time it floods I mean you don't know whether or not you cut all the links you don't know whether you've completely appeased Google until Penguin hits again yeah and then you got to wait again to the next flood. And it's, and, it's look, and it's looking like, according to John Mueller, it's looking like it's going to still hit yet this year in 2014, Penguin 3.0. Since it's already September, mid-September, that means unless it happens in the next week or so, it's going to be at the beginning of Christmas season or the beginning of the time frame when websites and businesses are starting to really build up and prepare for a Christmas sales season. And... I hope they learned their lesson from the Florida update. What was that, eight years ago? How long ago was the Florida That's update? That's a lot longer than that. Yeah. That was 2004, I think. Ten years ago, okay. So yeah. the the Florida update, for you, for those of you that weren't around, was back in the real days of the, the Google Dance, where they did an update, everything changed, and you had to wait for the next update to see what changed next time. Uh, there was there, It was before the rolling algorithm updates. Well, the, the Florida update back in 2004 hit, what was it, October, November timeframe and took out businesses, small businesses completely, wiped them out of the index right before the Christmas selling season. Many businesses went out of business because they relied on that traffic, relied on that business to come in. They, it was just a real mess. Google faced a pretty big backlash because of their timing. Um, hopefully, we're not going to see a repeat of that this year. Well, and you know, in November is their time. They like to do a lot of releases. And like, for example, there's supposition that uh, Google will launch the next Android phone then. Um, they've already launched, launched Android 1, but that's not for the U.S. So the U.S. big launch, um, it typically is around November. And, you know, if things just work that way at Google, the poor bastards out there who are rel- hoping for a Christmas sale um, you know, hoping to get out there for Christmas, yeah. they're not going to have any time to respond if they don't get back yeah. in. And if you're a small business and you don't have webmaster tools, or if you have clients that are small businesses and they don't have webmaster tools set up so they're not seeing these these link notifications, they're not seeing that they may have a problem, 
that needs to be fixed immediately. You got to go out there, get Webmaster Tools on your site, on your client sites. Look for those notifications because, like Ross said, if, if you're not working on that before this hits, you got to wait till Penguin 4.0, which means it could be next year. So, realistically, I think it'll be three to six months after this next one. They're going to start doing it much faster. Well, I mean, it doesn't make sense, right? It, uh, it doesn't, but the history has shown us it's been it's been almost annually now. Well, at the beginning, it wasn't, was it? Wasn't it uh, a little faster than that when they were hitting people? They were more concerned with nailing people. Yeah, in the very beginning, you're right. It was a little bit quicker, but they were. It was. It was like. Penguin 1, Penguin 1.1, 1.2. They were smaller updates. I'm not sure what constitutes. I don't even know who numbers these things, actually. <laughs> it's, it's probably freaking Danny Sullivan Say, let's do a new number. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they have to determine whether or not it's, it's worthy of a number. And then I think, uh, what was it? Um, uh, Matt Cutts came out and said, no, we're actually not calling that a number. It's this. It's not really truly an update. It's just a minor thing you know anyway it's such a bunch of bs <laughs> whatever it, the point is they're changing things and yeah. that's that's where it matters and really hopefully these these people can get back in because a lot of them are unfairly um taken advantage of by just poor seos or poor companies that pretended they could do seo yeah. uh and now they're just trying to get their business back i actually had a client that i was dealing with last week and we're still researching to see if this is the case, but my my guess is what happened is they had an old site built by an you know a web design company that didn't know much about SEO, hooked up with a pretty unethical SEO firm, got a really horrible backlink profile, got into trouble. So instead of uh, you know trying to fix their backlink profile, they just cut the ties and launched a new site. Well. They 301 redirected the old site to the new site. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the interesting thing about that was, okay, because to me that means, okay, you've just also redirected your penalty to your new site, which is we know it's going to happen anyway because those things will follow you from site to site. Even if you don't 301 redirect, they can follow you. Excuse me. But, but in Webmaster Tools, the new site showed nothing about any kind of backlink issues nothing about any kind of penalties that showed them ranking you know very well for a lot of the terms that, that they should be ranking for but when you go to search they were doing really well in local search on the maps pages but for those terms even brand terms they were on like page six or seven for organic search even though webmaster tools showed them ranking you know top half of first page for those same tools right but if you actually go to webmaster go to the search engines they were on page six or seven so to me what's happening here is i think there's a disconnect if a penalty follows from an old site to a new site the two webmaster tools are not necessarily going to know that's happening so we're, we're, we're right now we're going we're getting access to webmaster tools for the old domain just to see if that notification and stuff is in there my guess is it's going to be but it's not in the new one okay so i wish i could remember the the, the <laughs> seems to be a topic today or, but anyway um i believe it was uh john mueller who was saying that you know if if there is a dramatic change in the content of the site hear that that's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. 
Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. For after that's been redirected to, uh, they will consider it differently. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not going to pass it along generally. Um, which I don't me, know. Which to me is weird, especially if your your issue is backlinks and not content. So if you've got really yeah. good content on the original site, you just happen to get hooked up with a crappy SEO firm that built you a horrible backlink profile. Your content's good. Why not reuse that and just kind of separate yourself from that backlink profile, start over that way? Why wouldn't that work? Yeah, sorry. I don't think I was – and that's where I was disconnecting. It, it, it obviously couldn't have been that. It must have been to do with any kind of uh, 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 over-optimization panel because Penguin covers more than just links, right? Yeah. So um, – in any case, I thought that was really interesting. It's nice to hear that they, they don't just arbitrarily do that. Um, if they... I know, you know what it was? It was about canonicalization. God, I, anyway. <laughs> have you, you, have, have you don't been, redirect. <laughs> just don't listen to me. Don't redirect. <laughs> so you, you're certain. Have you been, have you been drinking? I uh, <laughs> wish I could. <laughs> did you did you take a drop? You know, take a ferry down to Seattle and partake? Is that what happened? <laughs> I don't have to go to Seattle. <laughs> I'm in Victoria, in BC. Good God! Anyway, uh, let's take a, on that note. Please, let's take a quick break and we get back to cut some more to cover. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is authoritylabs.com. 
When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we talked about Penguin in uh, <laughs> ad nauseum. Yes. Uh, now, you found something about self-destructing posts, which I thought was pretty funny. So why don't you just jump into that? Oh, so this is Facebook. So Facebook is testing something called self-destructing posts, basically posts that only last for a certain amount of time, and then they self-destruct, kind of like Snapchat. Uh, is it, Snapchat's the one where you take pictures and they go away after a few minutes or however long you set it for. But it's like that on Facebook posts. And it got me thinking about... You know, what happens when this really catches on and people love this? And how does that impact social signals from an organic standpoint if content and references and citations show up and then disappear? And, it, and it's just an interesting thought that what happens when content and it, it, that would be like, what if you what if uh, there were, you know, great authority sites that have self-destructing links on them? Right, your links only last for two days and they're gone. How would that impact your link building? So, self-destructing posts on Facebook. How would that impact citation and authority building and social signals? Well, I I feel that it's more than likely going to be in a personal stream where those appear. I don't really see them being something that Google can see. However, if Google can see them, um, I would say that uh, it's it's more likely that they're going to be able to identify that they are self-destructing. There's going to be some way to identify them. And in that mm -hmm. case, they're just going to ignore them. I mean, there's no point in not ignoring them unless it becomes such a massive fad that interesting and truly legitimate information is showing up in them. And then at that point, they're going to have to figure out some way to deal with it. Yeah. Well, there is, there is the Google cache. <laughs> yeah. like they don't have to self-destruct out of cache. Um, and then, well, you said they'd have a, a no in, or, you know, timeout or no index on them. Right. I mean, if anything, if anyone's smart at um, basically smart running one a system like that, they're going to have that built in. Yeah. And then if it does catch on Facebook, how long before Twitter does the same thing? Not long. They'll do it too. Twitter is a perfect example of someone who should have it. Not that I, I really think it's any yeah. point in it. I, I, I personally think self-destruction is just the most silliest thing ever because there's nothing that can be. Like, it, this stuff yeah. stays online. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> Once it's online, it's online forever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's so many ways you can get stuff. Even Snapchat. You can still get copies of screenshots, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, it's it's a fad, and celebrities will screw it up again. And <laughs> See, and that, that wasn't even, that wasn't even so, online. That was just making your content digital. And it yeah. then becomes available. Not even you didn't, they didn't even post it online. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. Would the cloud be considered online? iCloud? 
Not really. Well, not really. It's not it's, supposed to be exposed. Yeah, it's like a storage device. But still, you, you turn it. If you turn something digital, it has a chance to be seen. Well, and that brings up something else that you that uh, you know I've talked about already, but uh, really I just share with everyone. And, and those are your thoughts about the Apple Pay Pay system. That's really intriguing. And how do you think that's going to impact everything? Yeah, the the Apple Pay to me. You know, it's basically with the new iPhones, which I was supposed to get mine today, and it didn't show up. Damn it! <laughs> anyway, not that I'm not that I'm you know mad or anything, uh, but no. this is the first iPhone that has the technology to do the where you use the phone as a as a payment device. Androids have had it for a while now. Where you just hold the phone up to the little scanner at the grocery store. And it, it'll automatically take the money out of your accounts because your phone has the technology built into it. Well, now that iPhone has finally put that technology in a phone, I think this type of payment is going is, is gonna to make the turn. I think it's actually become much more prevalent in society. Um, one of the things that really made me think that I wasn't really thinking that much about it until I was on Mashable and saw an ad by PayPal basically slamming Apple's pay apple pay the day after they announced it so paypal is obviously very worried about this which made me think hey wonder what they're worried about so so i, I started thinking about it more and i really this has a te- this has a potential to turn the corner on this type of payment pro- you know get, there's 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 all kinds of devices that do this now and i'm just intrigued to see where this goes hmm. yeah i don't know i think uh uh, I've been obviously being an Android user. I've been doing pay for a long time. Google Wallet. I really like it. Um, I think it'd be smart if they had. There's a simple method for you to apply a maximum spend for purchase, like say five bucks. That way, if anyone even stole your account and somehow used it, they could buy an app, and that's about it. <laughs> you know, they're not going to go and buy a T-shirt or a car. Or, you know, I don't even think you can get a Happy Meal for five bucks anymore. <laughs> well, there you go. That's good. <laughs> um, and that, that's something. I mean, I don't have a single app I buy for. I don't think that anything that I bought on. Maybe one thing. In all the time I've been on Android has cost more than a few bucks. Yeah. Certainly not over five, except for this Office Suite. Well, I can tell you also the day after the announcement, I logged into my my app for my credit cards on my phone, and pushed right in my face immediately before I logged in, before I saw any of my data was hey, um, Apple Pay is going to be available soon for your and it's like my banks are already pushing it at me and I've never seen that from any other kind of new payment you know methodology where my bank was saying hey you guys you're going to want to look at this they must be making a lot of money on it yeah hmm well you know Apple's historically geniuses at at, at pre-planning and have everything setting up before they even launch so yeah. I'm sure they've got all the systems in place to make this thing work and, and kudos they, to them they did forget one thing hmm? they forgot that not everybody actually likes you too. <laughs> but, but but don't tell Matt McGee that. No, definitely do not. <laughs> so, for the, so I thought it was quite. I, I haven't talked to Matt. I have to ask Matt about that. But for those of you who don't know, Matt McGee is like a he's he's the editor of Search Engine Land. Um, but he's been following you two for his entire life. He runs the he runs one of the most popular YouTube message boards on the internet. He actually wrote a book, The Day in the Life of YouTube. Um, I keep wanting to say YouTube, but it's U2, the band, that basically chronicled what they were doing for every day for like a number of years. 
<laughs> it's like they went to the hotel and spent the night. They, it's like <laughs> exactly what they did for every day. It was, it's, it's interesting. Um, but he's a huge, huge YouTube person. And now he can't get within 100 meters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now he's not allowed at their concerts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I don't know how many concerts he's been to, but it's pretty amazing. Uh, but, well, you know, good for him. He's, he's passionate and that's he, good. He's one of the few people I know that were really glad to find that album on their phone. Yes. The funny exactly. part is he's probably running Android. <laughs> okay, well, let's take a quick break and we come back. We've got a couple more things to cover before the end of the show. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, uh, one of the things that I'm fascinated about, I, I'm still not sold in, ter- in terms of buying one, but what do you think of smartwatches? Well, I'm not sold yet either, but I'm planning on being sold, right? Because this is one of those things that it's going to get better and better over time. I actually, about six months ago, bought a watch to start wearing specifically because I haven't worn a watch in decades, right? I bought it specifically to get used to wearing a watch. So when it gets to the point where I need or want a, a smart watch, I'll be used to wearing one already, right? And because I think they're going to get they're going to get better than they are now. Uh, you know, it's one of those I need to wait and see what happens, especially with the the Apple one. Yeah, I, I'm 100% sold and convinced that I am going to be wearing one within at least two years, the very most two years, um, because they're 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 the next wave. There's no question in my mind, especially when they can start building even more sensors. Like, um, I, I think I saw one actually that's 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 in development that uses the uh, resistance in your skin to determine certain health issues. Um, nice. Anything that gives me more metrics, I, I'm, I'm a bit of a data geek as i think we all seos are uh, for example right now i just bought a i just got a phone and it came with a sony smart band they're very basic but i've got that on i've also got my watch on so i'm i'm, I'm pretty used to having anything on my wrist it's all good but nice. um it's interesting it gives me a lot of information about my day um this information of course is shared with sony sony could then share it you know thinking from our, our listeners point of view this is the kind of information that somewhere somehow i'm sure is getting into marketing avenues and getting into data that you can buy um i don't mind personally because what the hell i mean i'm an open book they already know everything about me <laughs> so, so what i'm trying to think of ahead of time is not because i want to do it but because i want to prevent it is how are hackers and those kind of people are going to leverage this this new type of interface, right? What can they do? You know, there, I'm, not, I'm not talking about intercepting signals between your watch and your phone. I'm talking about what can they do with that that they couldn't do now. And the one thing that got me would be interesting. At some point, they're going to come up with a way to you to put a put a some kind of uh, software on your phone. You know, put something on there that will track your finger movements and they'll be able to do keyboard logging based on what you're typing from your fingers that's things like that worry me a little bit because you know that'll happen so they can I'm, steal all your passwords i'd be very surprised if they don't already have that i mean have you have you been to um oh shoot my programmer sent this to me he's he's really into uh, understanding all the hacking methods to protect my clients and stuff and and it was a system in place that um, was designed quote unquote legitimately and sold to governments that tracks by in actually being implanted in our computers uh, this is this is documented i'll post it on our site on on the community forum here um 
and it's crazy. And they, what they've done is they've, I think it's anonymous has posted this stuff. It's actually the software. They managed to get it and you can download it and check it out and test it, but it will snoop everything. It'll even turn on your webcam pictures and audio to listen and watch without yeah. you knowing. Oh yeah. That's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, but that's just the basics. That's just yeah. the absolute basics. It does everything. And in terms of our phones, yeah, I mean, I mean, you just think of what a, a identity theft they could do with this stuff. Where you go every day, what you do, what you type. Dear God, you, you wouldn't have a hope in hell. That's uh, scary stuff. At some point, somebody's going to try to invent an app that will do DNA testing from your smartphone. So <laughs> next thing you know, the, the hackers are going to have your DNA and create clones of you to steal it. Not only steal your identity, but steal your, you. Not that we're getting off track or anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so how does that relate back to search? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a stretch. It does. <laughs> we're geeks. Uh, geeks talk about geek stuff. That, we, we get out of control and just get out of hand. We can't help it. Um, but it's cool because I know most of our listeners are geeks, too, so they're enjoying it. Yes, I hope so. I hope so. Um, I'm sure they're dying to put their word in on this. It would be so fun to have a, a, a SEO 101 conference. You, you know what? And this just hit me just in a second. So we have to talk about this off the air, but our 200 shows coming up in three shows. What if we invited a bunch of listeners to come on and just have an open discussion for the 200th show? You know, it'd be great is to have our absolutely awesome moderator, mm-hmm. Mark Taylor on. And yeah, definitely. some of the other uh, high-end participants in our community forum. That would be awesome. Like yeah. Craig. Craig Moore, yeah. yeah. And... Uh, um, I know I'm forgetting names here, but I know there's some amazing people on there that would be great to have on. It'd be very interesting. And they're, they're all very good SEOs and marketers in their own right. So I think it'd be very interesting. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, and then we had other thoughts about John Mueller coming on and stuff, but I haven't heard That's back to you. So we'll have to look into that. And yeah, I can reach out. I actually was thinking about that this morning. I'm going to reach out to him again this weekend. Yeah, I would be great. John hasn't been on for a while. We've done one with him already, but I think it'd be good to have him on again. That would be. What if we had listeners get to ask John Mueller questions? Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting chills. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, guys, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. Um, it was a little longer than normal, but we felt we had to make up a, a bit. And <laughs> to our listeners, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page. Easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. And, uh, well, thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there. 
get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the Smart Building Suite.